Let's take advantage of this service tonight. Let's take advantage. Why don't we stand? We're going to take advantage of this moment as Reverend Love comes to worship Him, to thank Him, and to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. God, we lift You up and ask that You would accomplish Your will, Your love in this service in our lives. In Jesus' precious name. God bless you, Reverend. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. It's good to be back tonight. I know we say it a lot, but it is great to be back in the house of the Lord. And and you know, I even got Spencer's name right tonight. He walked in, he looked at me, he said, hi Spencer. Don't want to brag, I'll be calling Chris before the end of the service. All right, but it's good to be all see everyone here again tonight, all of you tonight. Had a great day, I hope you had a great day. It was a wonderful day in the Lord. Uh, I was telling uh, Reverend uh, Patterson, uh, we was going to try to get together today, but it didn't work out because Sister Patterson didn't want to feed me. And so she, don't, she didn't want, you know, she, I'm trying to, you know, homeless people, homeless people need help. And she wouldn't even help out the homeless brother. I mean, you know, come on now. She said, I got other things to do. I ain't got time for homeless people. So but I'm just teasing. No, that wasn't the case. She had plans. And, uh, and so, but I had a chance to get laundry done and Amen. do some different things, prepare for church. And so we're grateful, man. Grateful Amen. to be here. Thank Amen. you for your giving. But I was going to say, I was just out and when I was at Walmart and I was just so excited and I had a lot of cards and I ran out. Ran out. I was just inviting people and expecting and hoping that they'll come tomorrow. Amen. Because that's when you do, when you, uh, I made some connection. What I mean by that, I was make some connection. I was able to talk, get the names, and then some just say, hey, come to church, you know, Amen. it all depends. I heard a man say, I heard a man say, uh, I was dealing with something, he said, if you get enough out, get, a, get, the, uh, get all the information out, or get out enough, you can expect that somebody going to come. Yes, sir. That's just the bottom line. It's going to happen. The more you do it, the more you do it, it's going to happen. It's just life, you know. Your life is called reaping what you sow. Amen. Amen. So you got to sow something to reap something. Amen. Amen, sir. So praise Amen. the Lord. So I hope you sow some things tonight and invite some people out for service in the morning. Amen. And our God is good. Amen. It's wonderful. It's a great God. You know, revivals just to get us all straightened out and lined up. But, you know, also to bring new people in so they can be saved, filled with the Holy Ghost and healed. Praise I never want to get to that place. I never want to get to that place where, you know, I'm just... just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I want to be out there every day. Every day talking to somebody, inviting somebody. Uh, when God saved me in Germany, I, before I came to New Testament Christian Church, first thing I started doing when I got saved, started telling people about Jesus, inviting them to church. Some came, some did not. Then when I got over to New Testament Christian Church, got filled with the Holy Ghost, and then asked the pastor, say, hey, what you got going on tomorrow night? He said, I got soul winning. I said, I'll be there. So I showed up at the church for soul winning, went soul winning. Amen. Still been soul winning 34, almost 35 years. And that's a blessing. Amen. Amen. And I still want that fire to be burning. Ignite a fire. Jesus said, follow me. I'll make you. He said, I'm going to make you a great preacher, a great great singer, but fishers of men. And that's what I want to be. Till the day I die, I want to fish for souls like never before. Amen. God, Praise the Lord. So I'd like to read tonight from Mark chapter 1. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate your giving very, very much. And I pray that God will richly bless you and he will. Uh, Mark chapter 1. And I want to begin reading tonight. Where am I begin reading? Verse 40. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. And there came a leper to him. 
beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him and forthwith sent him away and said unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way. Show thyself to the priests and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. But he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was, but was without in desert places, and they came to him from every court. I just want to go to chapter 2, because this really is the result of this man. And the Bible says, And again he entered to Capernaum after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. Now, it's not my title of a message, but we want to make some noise. We want to make a rumor, tell people, Jesus is in the house. Amen. Jesus got what you need. Amen. But my text tonight, my text tonight is verse 41. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. I will be thou clean. And really, that's the title of my message tonight. I will, or it shall be done. Let us pray. Pastor, would you please stand and pray, sir? Lord, we're thankful tonight for another great opportunity yes, and advantage you, to hear your word. To hear your word, we ask that Lord. the word of God have free course. Lord, we ask not only that you make preaching you, easy, but that yes. your preaching, that the preacher would be effective Show unto me. us. That through your word and effective Lord by me, we Jesus. would receive Hallelujah. Let hearts be open to the word of God, yes. to your will, to your blessings, to your miracles. And God, if it's to your correction, oh. it's still your word. Let us be open and let us receive the things that we're really looking for tonight. We know it's your will. We ask and pray that, like your son Jesus said, Lord, not my will, but Lord, thy will be done. Thy yes, will be done in our lives and direct our steps yes. in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. The word of God declares in Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 25. It says, For I am the Lord, I will speak, and the word that I shall speak shall come to pass, Amen. and will perform it, saith the Lord God. Just a thought came to my mind when Mary had uh, received uh, the, the salutation or the greeting from the angel that she was going to have a, a baby. A child, and she was like, Huh, oh, how can that be? Gonna have a baby? I'm a virgin. I don't have a husband. It takes a man and a woman. How is that gonna happen? She wasn't doubting God. 
Yeah. It's like, how's this gonna happen? You know, it gotta be like a husband and a wife thing, you know. And uh, so the angel said, you know, of course the Holy Ghost gonna overshadow her, and all said and done. And he said, for with God, nothing should be impossible. Amen. And then she went to uh, meet Elizabeth because the angel said that Elizabeth, you know, she was I think at that time maybe six months. And so it said, when well, soon as she went into the house and greeted. John, that baby leaped on the inside. Amen. She said, oh, who am I that the Lord, that the, the Lord, Lord has come to me, Amen. the mother of our Lord, whatever the case may be. But she said this. She said, the things that has been said will be performed. Mm. Because she knew that when God says something, it's going to happen. How many Amen. believe that? Amen. I will. It's the same as saying, it shall be done or consider it a done deal. Amen. Amen. It's going to happen. How many believe that it can happen? Because this man right here is going to receive his cleansing. Jesus said it. And guess what? Just like he said it, it happened. Amen. Amen. You know, Jesus said something else. He said, I will build my church. Oh, hallelujah. He yes. said, I will build my church. How many are part of God's church tonight? Say, I will build it. Amen. And the gates of hell should not prevail against it. It does not matter what the devil throws at the church. Amen. COVID, whatever war may happen, but Jesus is going to build his church. Jesus is going to inspire his church. Jesus is going to guide us until the day he take us home. How many believe that Jesus can take us home out of this world? Amen. Amen. The Bible says all the promises of God. In him, or yea, and in him, amen. That means truth and trustworthy. You can count amen. on Jesus. He's not a man that he should lie. You know, he's not like some men. You know how like some men are. I'm going to give you the moon. They won't even give him a ring. <laughs> how you going to give him the moon? <laughs> you know, how you going to give him the moon? <laughs> I'm going to give you the moon, baby. With the stars, I got to wait on the sunshine. Oh, yeah, I know. I got to wait on the sunshine because you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. Now, leprosy, leprosy yielded to no human remedies. It was a dreadful disease. And usually, usually leprosy was inflicted sometimes because of some type of punishment. Not all the time, but if you read the Bible, if you know your Bible, during the book of Numbers, I believe chapter 12, Miriam, you know, Miriam and, and Aaron, you know, they didn't like the fact that Moses, you know, their, their brother, he was, which was a Jew, going to marry an Ethiopian. So they had some problems with that. And they wanted to talk bad about Moses. Mm -hmm. And guess what? God heard them. You see, God hears everything that we think about, yes. talk about. That's why yes. you ought to zip it. Yes. And say, Lord, take it out of my mind. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. You know, Amen. we get these loose lips sometimes. You know, these loose lips will sink ships. Amen. 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 It'll sink Amen. your life. But nevertheless, uh, so uh, God heard it. And to make a long story short, God turned into a leper. But Moses was concerned about his sister. Oh, God, heal her now. God said, wait seven days and then I'll heal her. <laughs> you, know, we can, you know, we can tell God, heal, heal, but you, know, you don't just give God orders, amen? <laughs> you, know, you know, we can go to God and ask Him and everything, but don't give Him orders and let Him give us the orders and yes. we follow the orders, yes, amen? Yes, can I get a witness, yes, amen. amen? But note this man, this man, because lepers had to stay outside. They normally had to stay outside the camp. Uh, camp. In some cases, they had to stay unclean, unclean. But note this man right here. He disregarded 
the Levitical law. No social distancing. That if some 300 pace, 300 paces, whatever, 100 feet, whatever you want to say. But this man, when he saw Jesus, he broke through the camp and everything. Mm-hmm. I got to get to Jesus. Amen. The Bible says he came to Jesus. That's the man we need to come to. Yes. As come the Bible on. says, Jesus said, come unto me. All you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It doesn't matter what the struggle is. It doesn't matter what the burden is. Bring it to Jesus. I was leaving the hotel. A young lady worked there, been invited to the church. She was planning to come Thursday. Young lady, I don't know how old she is, young. And she's having some real problems. She was in tears. She came out, told her I was going to pray for her. I've been praying for her on the way to church, and I'll pray for her again and, and, and things. And, and, you know, just bad situation. You know, people have struggles. Yes, sir. I mean, things that bring them to tears. You know, a lot of times, sir, and, and the thing with me, uh, whenever I go places, is that I try to just meet people, greet people, say hello to people, and they ask me, what am I doing? I just tell them, I'm here to help. I'm a servant of the Lord. I'm helping out, helping the pastor there, helping out at the church. We're preaching some services. And, you know, they see me going back and forth and whatever the case may be. You know, it doesn't take long for a person to realize that you're genuine. Yes, sir. And that you have a concern and they'll begin to confide in you. But the one that we really need to confide in is Jesus Christ. Because what you tell Jesus is going to stay with Jesus. Amen. Amen. Not that I'm going to even tell what she told me because that's between her and God and I want to keep it. But I just want to pray for her because people do. They have struggles in their life and they need help. And the one that we need to come to is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So this is what the Bible says. And there came a leper to him. And the Bible says, beseeching him. And kneeling down to him, which is a sign of submission and also a sign of worship, true worship. Amen. And saying unto him, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Now note, the Bible says he came beseeching to implore to earnestly and desperate call for comfort. He needed comfort. He needed comfort. Amen. I was in, um, over in Lawton, Oklahoma, years ago. My wife and I was there. Uh, a young lady came to church, or to the servicemen's home, named April. And April was just looking sad. I mean, we was trying to cheer up, sharing lighthearted things. And then one of the soldiers, you know, he said, you know what, April? You know what you need. You need some Southern comfort. I said, no, she doesn't. If you know what Southern comfort is, that's liquor. That's alcohol. I said, you don't need no Southern comfort. You need Jesus. Amen. Can Amen. I get a witness? Amen. Amen. But this Amen. man, he came. He, he was tired. This man was tired. He was tired of being outside the blessings of God. Amen. The Bible says there's no peace to the wicked. Right. Amen. Amen. If you want to get right with God, you want to have peace with God, you got to come to Jesus. You got to get tired of your situation. Amen. You got to get tired of I'm ready for a change. Yes. Amen. You got to get to that place in your life. Say, I'm ready. I'm I'm just talking about it. Just say, I'm ready for a change. And I'm ready right now. Amen. Amen. This man was ready right now. That's why he broke to the camp. And that's why he knelt down on his knees and beseeching. Begging Jesus. Lord, if you will, if you want to, I know you can heal me. It's not a question whether you can heal me. But do you want to heal me? Mm. Because there's no question God can do it. That's right. But sometimes God wants to see how serious we are. That's right. If we're willing to humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. Amen. Humble ourselves before God and get down on your knees and pray. Amen. As Peter said, Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7, he said, casting all your care upon him. Listen, upon who? Upon Jesus. Stop telling your business to everybody because they got problems too and they can't fix your problems. Nobody but Jesus. How many believe that? I said nobody but Jesus. So tell it to Jesus. Amen. 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 I like acronyms. Say casting all your care. Cast all your concerns. See. All your concerns. All your concerns. Concerns, circumstances, whatever it is. A. Anxieties. You know, I heard a man say, you know, let worry, let worry alert you. But don't let it conquer you. Amen. Because worry, we all face worry. Mm. Let it alert you, but don't let it conquer you. Mm. And the way you don't let worry conquer you is bring it to Jesus. Mm. Right. Say, Jesus, I need you. Amen. Give all your anxieties to him. Then R, what is R? Give all. We can go many ways with that. We can go with regrets because we all have regrets. Every one of us, you know, we all have regrets. You know, it's like, man, I shouldn't have done that. How many of us said that? I, I shouldn't have done that. Man, I shouldn't have went out and got into $50,000 worth of debt. And I'm not saying anybody here went out $50,000 of debt. I just put a number figure out there. Man, I, I, I shouldn't have done that. You know, sometimes I got to take a risk. And, you know, I understand that and these different things. So just putting a figure out there, man. I'm just putting a figure. But, you know, you say, I knew I shouldn't have bought those pair of shoes when I needed some food in my house. Hello. And whatever the case may be, you know, we have regrets, but we can give it to Jesus. Amen. We have regrets. And Eve, we're all filled with all kinds of emotions and excuses. Amen. So why don't we just give it to Jesus? Give your emotions, give your excuses. Why are you not getting better? Amen. Stop saying, I'm going to try to get better. Amen. Hello? Because when you say, I'm going to try to get better, you know you're not going to get Amen. Amen. I, I told this man, this man, he said, I'm going to try to make it to church tomorrow. I said, you know what? Just go and say you're going to come because you know what trying is like lying. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like telling your wife, I'm going to try not to cheat on you. <laughs> well, you're already telling you're going to cheat on her. Hello, you're already telling your wife. You say, I'm going to try not to cheat on you, babe. I'm going to try to be faithful. <laughs> well, you're lying because you know you're already going to cheat on her. Come on, this, this, this one lady, she called my wife one time. She wasn't even married to this guy. She called my wife. She wasn't even married to the guy. She called my wife. Man, I'm, God, help me, Jesus. Well, so anyway, she called, she called, called my wife. And she said, he's cheating on me. And my wife, we looked at one another. I said, they're not even married. How is he cheating on me? Ain't no commitment. What are you talking about cheating on you? You're not even married. How is he cheating on me? Sorry, how? I won't even marry you. People get saved, they want to do right. Yes. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about going to heaven. Amen. I said, I'm talking about going to heaven. I don't have to feel trapped in any situation. You know why? Because I can call on Jesus, and if I call on him, he'll deliver me out of any situation that I'm in if I want to be delivered. How many believe that tonight? This man was tired of being a leper. We need to get tired of the leprosy of sin and shacking up and living for the devil. It's time to live for God. Yes. It's time to make a stand. Amen. I said, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Amen. Come what may. 
almost called you Chris. I told you. <laughs> I left Spencer. <laughs> I left. I almost called him Chris. I said, Spencer, I'm coming out, Spencer. This homeless guy's coming out. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Homeless and hungry. Homeless and hungry. I'm hungry. <laughs> when you get hungry, you got to get hungry for a change. You got to get thirsty. Like the woman that went to the well that was singing that song. That woman. And man, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I, this normally not, not what I do. But you know, that woman, she was there. She went there, you know. And she met Jesus. It wasn't by coincidence because Jesus doesn't plan things by just coincidence. Jesus knew he was on a mission, amen. Jesus knew that one was coming there because he's God, amen. I say he's God. Say, the scripture said he must needs. I like what one preacher said. Some people said, well, it, it was the only shortest way to there. But I like how Pastor Kenzie put it up. You know, Jesus don't need to take a shortest way. He's on a mission. He said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. While it's day, he said, I must work the work of him that, that sent me while it's day. Amen. I got, I got business. He went there because he was on business. There was a woman. There was a woman that had had five husbands. And the one that she was living with was not her husband. And he was going to give her some living water. And he did. And when she tasted of that living water, she left the well. And she went out and said, come meet a man that told me everything that I ever did. It's not this Jesus. All you got to do is taste of that water. I guarantee when you taste of that water, you won't shack up anymore. Come on. You won't get drunk anymore. Hello, you won't cheat anymore. Hello, because you got that living water. You get rid of that leprosy. Come on. Leprosy of adultery and fornication. Amen. Amen. It's a leprosy. Spiritual leprosy. Mm. That wants to plague the church mm. and make it, it's okay. No, it's not okay. God loves us. God cares about us. But it's not okay. Because if I die living in adultery or fornication, I'm going to hell. Right. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says all whoremongers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no fornicator, no adulterer is going to enter into heaven. Now, I know this may be a little serious, but God is serious. Amen. Yeah. I have a little fun with things, make a lot lighthearted, but it's a serious business. Amen. Amen. Serious business. Amen. Amen. So this man, he came. He wanted Jesus. And he knew that Jesus was able to do it. You know, God is able if we'll just believe. If we'll believe. If we'll just believe and ask him. That's what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 14. The Bible says, and this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Now, how many believe that being saved is the will of God. Amen. Being filled yes. with the Holy Ghost is the will of God. That's the will of God. I'm going to healing is the will of God. It doesn't matter who's died from cancer, from whatever. It does not matter. It's still God's will yes, to heal His people. Amen. It's yes. His will. If it's your time to go, you're going to go. That's the best healing you can get anyway. Amen. Because you will be free from everything. Amen. Free from this world. Oh, hallelujah. I want to get to heaven. Amen. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not trying to rush to get there. But, it, but, but I'm just still, I want to go to heaven. Amen. I want to go to heaven. Then the Bible says in verse 15, it says, And if we know that he hear us, if we know that he hear us, listen to this, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. This man right here, he went to Jesus. He knew he had his attention. Because that's what the Bible says right here. In Mark chapter 1 verse 41, Jesus receives him. The Bible says and Jesus moved with compassion. Put forth his hand. 
Oh, hallelujah. Because Jesus did something that they weren't supposed to do. Mm. If you're a leper, you don't touch a leper mm. because you become unclean. Mm -hmm. But you see, Jesus can touch anything because he's God. Amen. Amen. He's God. He, can, he, can, he cannot become unclean. Anything he touches is going to come clean. Amen. Amen. I say anything he touches will come clean. And so the Bible says right here, he touched, he touched them. And listen to this. Listen to this. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are tonight. Doesn't matter what you've been through. Doesn't matter if you say sinner. It doesn't even matter if you are a religious person. You know, religious people, you know, they have a form of godliness. You know, they have a form of godliness. They come to church. Like one man said, uh, you know, they, they all come to church. They all dressed up, got the Bible on their hand and everything. But you know, sometimes they got some issues. Hello? I said sometimes they got some issues. Some of the issues is like they always complaining. Yes. <laughs> the brother looked at me and said, start smiling. Yes, okay. <laughs> yes, they speak complaining. Complaining about this, complaining about that, complain, complain, complain. One man said that one man said, Mama used to tell them, tell them, said you'll complain if you had a loaf of bread on your arm. <laughs> you, you know, people complain. We need to stop complaining. Amen. Stop complaining. And say, Lord, I need you. Well, I don't like the way my household is. Well, maybe you need to change. Mm -hmm. Hello. You know, some people are always trying to find fault with the wife. Mm -hmm. But sometimes men need to man up and be a man. Mm -hmm. Hello. Amen. Oh, it's like that. They got that Adam disease. Mm -hmm. You know, the Adam disease. Yeah, we got that Adam disease. What is that, preacher? It's the woman. It's always the woman. It's the woman. It's the woman. No, it's the man because God gave charge up to the man. You should be taking care of the woman. The woman. Hello, take care of the woman. She should be by your side. Amen. She should be behind you. She should be in front of you. She should be beside you. Can I get a witness? Amen. Man said, he said, don't walk in front of me because I may not follow you. Don't walk behind me. I may not lead you. But if you walk beside me, I'll be your friend and you can be my friend. Amen. Can I get a witness? Amen. Amen. And I'm glad that we got a friend tonight. His name is Jesus. Amen. Yeah. He's a friend that's thinking closer than any brother. Yeah. And then as we move on, let's move on. So the promise, the promise to cleanse. Jesus said, I will. And he touched them. Here's the promise to cleanse. And I'm getting ready to wrap it up here. He said, Jesus speaks, and then it's done. The Bible says, as soon as he has spoken, immediately, immediately. There's something about the word, the words that comes from the mouth of Jesus. He said, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. Because Jesus does all things well. Amen? And all things are possible with God. Whatever you have need of tonight, if you come to Jesus, bring it to Jesus, he will absolutely help you and set you free. He'll do it. He'll set you free. So I don't know what's plaguing you tonight. I don't know what's plaguing you. But there could be many things that are plaguing you. But you know, we can be like David. You know what was plaguing David? You know what was plaguing David? Let me tell you, yeah, come on up, get ready to sing, sister. You know what was plaguing David? He committed adultery. And he thought he had everything covered up. He thought he had everything covered up. 
You know, when you think you got everything covered up, you don't. The Bible says, he that covers sins shall not prosper. Proverbs 28, verse 13. He that covers sins shall not prosper. But whoso confess it and forsake it shall obtain mercy. And that's what the Bible says. The Bible says, let's hear it again. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, there's a leprosy of unrighteousness, a leprosy of unfaithfulness. And we need God to help us. See, David is a man after God's own heart. He messed up. You know, you can be a man after God's own heart. If, you don't, if you're not careful, you can slip up and mess up because you get your eyes off of God. That's why it's so close. That's why it's very important to keep our eyes on the Lord. Amen. Keep our eyes on him. That's why the Bible says looking unto Jesus. Paul writing, looking unto Jesus. Keep our eyes on him. Looking unto Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. The author and finish of our faith. When you know the one that has saved you, it'll keep you. Paul said, I know who I have believed in. And I'm persuaded. That he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. He said, I'm persuaded. We got to be persuaded tonight. You see, David was persuaded, but he got his eyes off. But you know, when David messed up and the preacher came to him, the preacher came to him and told him what he had done wrong. You know, it's so easy in the day that we live in to do something like this if we're not careful. Because all it takes, let me tell you something, all it takes is one, no, no, I'm not talking about one look, but one long look. I said long. You see, it wasn't a sin when David saw it. The sin was when he kept looking. That's for the sin, the temptation. He came into the temptation. I was at the hotel today, and it's Florida. It's summer. Always summer in Florida. I'm walking down the step to go to the into the laundry room. As I'm walking out, so I looked at the window. I said, "Oh, the swimming pool right there." <laughs> And so, you know, it's a natural when you walk by a window just to look out. So there was nobody down there. But I had to go up the stairs a few times. And so one time I was walking, I forgot, you know, about whatever it is. I looked out, I said, oh, they're out there. But I didn't stay there and look at them. I kept going. You see, David didn't do that. David couldn't went back in. But David took, he took somebody's wife. Took somebody's wife. He had a wife. She got pregnant. Tried to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Tried to cover it up. But God saw it. He even told Joab, don't let this displease you. But when you read on, the Bible said God was displeased. Mm-hmm. Because I'm going to parallel that. That's a leprosy. Covering up your sin, adultery. But the good part about it was that when it was all said and done, even though David had the man killed, I thought he had all covered. The good part about it was that when the preacher told David, when the preacher told David what he had done wrong, David didn't get mad at the preacher. See, we shouldn't get mad at the preacher if he's preaching the word. Mm. We should get mad at ourselves. Look in the mirror and say, God, I messed up. Mm. And that's what David said as we bring this to a close. In Psalms 51, you keep playing, sister. Psalms 51. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but verses 1 through 3 and then verse 10. But David said this because David had to come clean. He wanted to be cleansed. 
He said, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. That means erase, wipe away. Then he said, wash me, wash me truly from my iniquity. Because I sin against knowledge. And he said, it cleanse me. Here's David said it again. Cleanse me from my sin. And he goes on, he says, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. And then in verse 10, he said, create in me a clean heart. Yes. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. David said, I want to make it right. I want to be cleansed. You know, that leopard, he was tired of being outside the blessings of God. He wanted to be cleansed. And he came to Jesus. Mm. You know, tonight we could come to Jesus too, admitting that we need help, mm. repenting of our sins, whatever it may be. Amen. And say, Lord, I want to be cleansed. Tonight can be a new beginning for all of us. In Jesus' name, when you bow your heads and close your eyes, the pastor comes. Last night we were fellowshipping. And my wife brought me a plate of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, open face, heavily laden with jelly. And I picked it up and dropped it right in my lap, face down. Jelly all over the place, peanut butter all over the place. And I picked it up and there was a mess. And I wiped off a little bit of it, but as soon as Reverend Love, we were fellowshipping as soon as he went home. Do you know where I went? I went to the washing machine. <laughs> and I took those clothes and I put them in the washing machine. See, wiping it off with a napkin wasn't going to clean like they needed to be clean. And you know that there is a place. If we drop something on ourselves, if our life has rubbed up against something, if we've made choices and, and gotten something on us, there's a washing machine. There is a washing machine. The Bible says that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. The Bible said that He washed us from our sins in His own blood. And the Bible records that He said, I will. Well, He will. We know that it works. We believe that His blood is effective. Well, he said, I will, but let me ask a question. Will you? Will you? And if you want to go to the washing machine, there's a washing machine. If you need something from Jesus, there is a fountain, the song says, filled with blood. There is a fountain that will cleanse us, that will wash us, that will meet our needs. Let's find a place to pray. These altars are open. There is a place. God will. Will you? God will. Will you? Tonight, there is a God who can. Tonight, there is a God who will. Tonight, is there a man or a woman who can? And tonight, tonight on Saturday night, is there a man or a woman who will? Because God said, I can and I will. But can you? And will you? Because you see, God wants a perfect combination of your obedience to His sovereignty, your obedience to His power, 
your acceptance to His will. And when it comes together, brethren, it comes together and God will work a miracle because He said, I will. And God will. Brethren, God will. And God can do anything tonight with open hearts. Open hearts to Jesus. Jesus, you see the people praying God, but you hear the hearts cry. You hear the hearts cry. God, answer the hearts cry. The heart that said, God, I'm here to do business. God, I'm not here to cry unto you with my voice, but I'm here to do business. God, let's do some business. Let's make a transaction. And you know what? God's here to make a transaction. God's here to forgive. He's here to heal. He's here to blot out. You know, God can blot it out. It's gone. He's not here to make you guilty. He's here to do the opposite. To take the guilt away. To take the shame away. And to restore you. You know, David, after he committed adultery, God didn't take him away from being king. But God made him the sweet psalmist of Israel. God can make you. God will take you. And God can develop you into what he wants you to be. Sing that one more time. My chains, God. My chains are gone. One more time. My chains are gone. My chains are gone. That thing has no power over you anymore in Jesus' name. That tendency can't conquer you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. We preached a message many, well, I don't even know how long ago it was. And it was a message entitled something like this. Some people won't take yes for an answer. You've heard it said some people won't take no for an answer. But let me tell you that tonight you came, you spoke to the Lord. And you know what? All the promises of God aren't no, but they're yes. And they're amen in Him. So when you brought something to God tonight, take God's yes. Did He forgive me? Yes. Did He restore me? Yes. Did He heal me? Yes. But take yes for an answer. 
and say, well, preacher, but it's something big. Well, you know what? Take that yes and begin starting right now. Begin to walk like it. Begin, go, go to your fridge and clean it out. Go to that person and say, hey, I'm new. I'm going to walk in newness of life. Start No, next week. No, right now. I took God's yes. Brethren, take God's yes. Take God's yes. Don't let the devil lie to you. Oh, it couldn't be me. It's you. And it was meant for you. And every word of this service was for you. This isn't some general service. This is for us tonight. God has a special word. Take his yes. God is an amazing savior. Say, well, what will people say about me? You know what? I don't really care who says anything about me. I only care what Jesus says about me. But you know what someone might say? We'll talk about Brother Velez because he's not here. Brother Velez got saved so many years ago. And his change was so radical. After a little while, he was radically changed. He didn't always look like he does today. Someone from his work said, I'm going to come to church. Because I've got to see, basically, why you changed the way that you did. You know, that's what I want people to see in my life. What happened to you? Tell tell me about this Jesus. Show me this church where, where this change happened in your life. You know, it's all Jesus. And maybe if you really take a stand and you really make some changes, someone at work, someone that you know will say, you know what? I want to come to church with you because you're not like you were before. You're doing, you're living, you're like a crazy Christian. You're living for God every day. You don't even dress the same as you did before. You don't go out and party on Friday nights and take a day off anymore. What happened to you? So I just took God's yes. And I'm going to be a Christian every day and I'm going to serve him every day. And you know what? The world will take note that you have been with Jesus. The world will see. So take God's yes. Amen. 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 Take God's yes in your life. He's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. Amen. Appreciate Brother Velez. He's not here, but if you listen to this podcast, you can listen to the podcast. You want to hear yourself clapping in the background? Tell your friend about it. Say, listen to me. I clap and I was saying amen in the middle. Listen for my voice. But you know what? It's the gospel. And let it go out to a friend. Send it to them on iTunes or podcast, uh, uh, Spotify. Let them hear the word of God. Send it to your mom or to your dad. Say, I went to this service, mom, but you can hear it word for word. Dad, you can hear it word for word. And let it be a blessing to them. Amen. We're going to dismiss in prayer. Reverend Patterson. Appreciate Reverend Patterson a lot. We need to get him to testify tomorrow. Amen. He's going to be in children's church, maybe. Tomorrow night, I'm going to testify. He's a blessing. Amen. God bless you, Reverend Pastor. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for the service, for challenging each and every one of us that are here tonight. Father, we just pray and ask that you continue to work on us, help us to grow and become all that you would have us to yes. be. Continue to bless your minister as he continues to preach here, that which you have laid upon his heart for us here. And Father, all that is accomplished and said, we be careful to give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory in your son's precious name. Amen. Amen.